This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season five entitled Mindset for Execution. Hard and sad as it may seem, this is in fact our last episode of season five, where we are in episode 17, and we are at the season finale celebrating an incredible 17 weeks together, where we had the opportunity to dive in and learn from so many amazing people from across the board and across industries and spectrums and life experience sets. And so really today, we're just going to go back and we're going to recap that. It's been such a fun experience for me sitting down here and reflecting over the last season we've shared together with the individuals with whom we've been able to learn from and speak with and hear their hearts and their minds and really how they think and how they process and what has led them into a life of execution and fulfillment. Because what I really thought about, again, as I reflected on this season, was the type of presence and intentionality that each person that we were able to hear from brought to our conversation. And the reality of it is, if you listen to their journeys and their life stories specifically, you'll realize that it's not just like it's always been this way and they haven't always had it all together, but they've been intentional about the journey, intentional about the process. And so where they are today in terms of a grounded and intentional being in this world is because they've been through the fire. They've been through the highs and lows of life and they've kept showing up. They've kept being disciplined. They've kept trying. And wherever they are in their journeys right now, some at the peaks of their career, some at the ends of their career, some at the beginnings of their career, there's a sense of purpose and enthusiasm still, regardless of where they are in that journey. And that's really what I think a mindset for execution is all about. It's not one of perfection. It's not one of ever arriving, but it's one of being, being in the moment and being willing and courageous enough to bring all you've got to one particular moment and then to do it again and then to do it again, and then to do it again, and then to do it again. Whether you win or whether you lose, a mindset for execution is about showing up fully ready to bring all you've got to that moment, regardless of the win or loss, because you know at the end of the day, when you step through that, you're going to have learned from it, you're going to have grown, and you're still going to be grounded in your identity and who you are. So let's go back and recap. You know, when we started off this season, it was you and I doing our season kickoff talking about what is a season going to look like? And the mindset training that we had from from episode one was to choose one high performance mindset habit that you want to build into your brain throughout the course of this season. So how'd you do? If you've been with us on the course of this season, one, did you pick a high performance mindset habit? And two, how did you do going about weaving that in as you learn throughout the course of this season? If you joined us on this journey and in that challenge, please make sure you leave a comment um, in whether you're on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you're at um, and, and on Facebook and let us know what habit did you choose and how did it go? It doesn't necessarily need to be perfect again. You still might be on that journey, but we'd love to hear from you on that front. Um, we 
we went into episode two and we talked to Joe Magnaca, the CEO of Massage Envy, and the mindset for execution that Joe left us with was to rethink your brand identity, right? So people that have a mindset for execution, as he challenged us, is they're always rethinking who they are, how they show up, how they can be better, how can they be more innovative, more effective, more influential. And that, again, is a mindset for execution. A for all of our listeners or some of you who might be joining us for the first time, a mindset is just a patterned way of thinking. So originally people thought that thoughts were just these ephemeral things that float around in the air that don't really matter. But what we've learned through brain science is that thoughts actually have a physical component to them because they're comprised of electrical activity in the neuron level throughout our bodies. And so every thought we have sends an electrical signal from our brain through our neurons into our muscles to execute an action or to, to, to have a thought, right? And, and ju- thoughts in general, as we repeat them, if they're not directed toward a specific action, start to build mindsets, right? Patterned ways of thinking. And these mindsets aren't just, you know, hypothetical patterns. These are actual protein patterns that get wired into our brain and literally change the form and function of how we're able to show up. Because every time we intersect a new experience, we have mindsets built around that. And so that mindset becomes activated and it impacts how we're able to deliver in that moment. And so, you know, on a different, on a slightly different note, brain science is showing us that 75 to 98% of all mental and physical health issues are caused due to our thought life, which means then, right, that only two to 25% of the mental and physical health issues that we're experiencing in our society today are caused due to our environment or to our genes. Our thoughts can literally wire in health or wire in sickness into how we show up. And so these mindsets for execution, right, are patterned ways of thinking. We have to repeat the thought and repeat the thought and repeat the thought because what fires together wires together. And rethinking your brand identity is a mindset that champions have as they understand and they go through their journey. They can't stay stagnant. They've got to keep getting better. And, and one of the ways, right, to rethink your brand identity, we, when, in our conversation with Joe, we talked a lot about playing the short game and the long game, right? Like you got to think about what's the vision for my life? Who do I want to become? And how do I rethink that identity, uh, every once in a while to keep growing, but then the short game, right? How do I rethink my identity on a day-to-day basis to stay current in my craft, to stay learning, to stay growing, to stay relevant, rethink your brand identity, in episode three, we had the amazing opportunity to speak with Molly Bloom, who's a speaker and best-selling author of Molly's Game. And the mindset that she shared with us that she believes is important to execution is to master yourself to win. So people who have a mindset for execution have that mindset wired in that, listen, I have to master myself in order to win. Whatever the external win I might be conquering and going after is, whether that's personal, professional, relationally, before I can win in anything else, I've got to learn to master myself. A lot of people spend a lot of time, energy, and attention chasing, driving, trying to win all of these external elements, and they miss this critical mindset for execution, which is I must master myself to win anything else in this life. And she talked about how preparation is key, right? Champions have championship caliber habits wired into how they function. And it's, and it's habits of self-mastery, self-discipline. And that's what allows us to execute in the moment when it matters most. 
We then had the opportunity to talk with Coach Clark Lee, who's the defensive coordinator for Notre Dame football. And the mindset that he brought us, right, is that we have to learn to choose standards over circumstances. That is a mindset or a patterned way of thinking that people who execute in the moment when it's really, really hard have. They don't let the circumstances dictate how they show up. They choose the standard that they're going to live by and commit to living to regardless of what situation they're in, right? And so he encouraged us to pre-plan for scenarios that can derail what you're after. We have to think ahead in advance of the things that could potentially derail us because when those circumstances come up, we need to be able to choose our standards over our circumstances. And that is a sincere mindset for execution. The next mindset that we were brought in episode five was that we have to train our mind in order to perform. We have to have intentional training of the mind to execute. And that was brought to us by Josh Lifrak, who's the director of mental skills training program for the Chicago Cubs. He talked a lot about how mental training doesn't just happen. Like you have to be intentional about it, just like you do everything else. And so champions know that if you want a mindset for execution, then you have to train your mind to perform. That is a patterned way of thinking that true champions have wired into their brains. It doesn't just happen. I've got to train my mind. Then we went into episode seven, where we had the chance to sit down with Dr. Terry Linhart, who is a performance coach here at the Selking Performance Group. And we talked about the virtual performance coaching program that we are working through right now with an amazing group of um, executives across the country. We're just kicking off, actually, and and getting into those one-on-one sessions and, and the group coaching sessions that we have. But really what Dr. Linhart and I were able to talk about was, you know, listen, we've got to do an assessment of whether or not our values match the time, energy, and attention that we invest in our daily schedules. And that's really why having a performance coach is so helpful because we can say a lot of things. We can, we can un, like really in our hearts have things that matter to us, but because we get so busy in the fast pace of life, sometimes our values and what really matters to us isn't actually reflected in our day-to-day schedule. And so having a performance coach is a really helpful way to help hold yourself accountable to the things that, that are most important in your life. Then we went to episode eight, where we talked with Heather Macy, basketball coach, author, and culture coach. Um, and she really taught us that, listen, champions leave nothing to chance ever. That is a mindset. That is a patterned way of thinking. Leave nothing to chance ever, which means that we have to be intentional about everything we do in our preparation, in our recovery. We talked a lot about self-care, right? And how as coaches, leaders, parents, we always are pouring out, pouring out, pouring out at a high level. And so we have to learn to celebrate the small wins, take care of ourselves so that we can stay filled up. And one of the best ways to do that is to surround ourselves with people who motivate, challenge, and inspire us to be the very best version of ourselves so that we leave nothing to chance ever, including our self-care. In episode nine, I love this mindset that Mike Wilcox brought to us. This is a mindset for execution. Promise a lot, deliver more. Weak people, insecure people, people who really don't know how to execute in the moment, they want to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Because they don't want to have too high of expectation because they're afraid they might not deliver. Mike Wilcox, chairman and CEO of Wilcox Financial and Wilcox Sports Management, who's part of the 1% of the world in the world of financial managers, 
his theory is you promise a lot and then you deliver more. That is a mindset for execution because what he said was true winners are deeply convicted in their thing, whatever that is. They promise a lot, but they deliver more and they care so much about others that they are willing to do whatever it takes to get into the end zone. I love that conversation with him. And again, a mindset for execution. How do we show up better, more consistently as the absolute best version of ourselves and able to bring that to the moment? We then talked with Joe Theismann, who's a Super Bowl champion and just an awesome Notre Dame man and influencer, who his mindset for execution was mindset is to commit to a life of growth. That's a mindset. Some people have the mindset that I'm going to get good enough and then I'll be good enough. Or once I become the expert in my craft, I'm the expert. Theismann's theory is, listen, we got to commit to a life of growth. And people that desire true greatness have this mental approach to success. He talked a lot about how if you want, if you want to be successful, you cannot, it's not just a one-time thing. You have to be able to replicate that, right? And so having a mental approach to success and a willingness to look inward, what do I need to do better? How can I grow? And that takes true strength and true courage to look into the mirror and be real about who you are, where you are, and where you need to go next. In episode 11, we got to hear from Lisa Kelly, who's the author of the Echoes from the End Zones uh, book. She's a Notre Dame grad, and um, she she's written three. She actually just released her third book on hearing on stories in the lives from former Notre Dame athletes. And her mindset for execution is that we need to get coached up to go further faster. We can all accomplish anything we want in life, but the reality of it is if we've got a great coach, we can go further, faster, and it becomes a really effective way for us to get traction in our lives and learn and grow and get better, not for ourselves, not for fame, not for money, not for accolades, but rather because it's an opportunity to serve the world in the ways that we've been created and called to do. In episode 12, we heard from Miles Boykin, Notre Dame football wide receiver, and now Baltimore Raven. Um, He was drafted in the third round. And so like I mentioned earlier, we've got some people towards the end of their careers, some in the middle, and like Miles, right sort of at the beginning of his career as a professional athlete. And his mindset for execution was simply be a pro. That's a patterned way of thinking. When I walk in here, I'm going to be a pro. It's sort of like that thing, you know, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. If you want to be the executive, act like an executive. If you want to be an incredible wife, act like an incredible wife. If you want to be a great dad, act like a great dad. Be a great dad. It's like if you want to be a champion, you got to be a champion, which means you got to do the things that champions do the way that champions do them on a consistent basis. If you want to be an executive, you have to act like an executive on a consistent basis. If you want to be a great wife, you got to act like a great wife on a consistent basis. If you want to be a great dad, you got to act like a great dad on a consistent basis. Miles had so much wisdom and insight, you know, because he talked about how, listen, before I was a pro long before I was drafted to be a pro, before everybody else told me I was a pro, because in my mind, I believed it. And then my daily actions and habits lined up with that. That's the mindset of a champion and the mindset for true execution. Then I had a little moment myself where episode 13, I took that one. And because I was, I was looking at graduation, I was having friends that were starting new jobs or ending other jobs. And so I wanted to bring a thought, right? A a mindset for execution is that I got to start strong and I got to finish strong. It's not good enough to just start strong and it's not good enough to just finish strong. 
True champions, a mindset for execution understands that we got to start strong and we got to finish strong, which means we got to shrink our game. How can we capitalize on the first few minutes or the first three months or the first three weeks, right, of a new job or a new opportunity? And then how do we capitalize on the last few minutes, if we, last few months, last three weeks, whatever those are, right? We got to shrink our game. and we shrink our game to those moments, it helps us direct our time, energy, and attention in a more deliberate way, which again, helps us get traction and go further faster. And that's what we're after in terms of executing. In episode 14, we heard from Bill Brennan, who's the executive vice president, and chief HR officer for da- the dairy industry. And he brought us the mindset that all landings are unique. So what Bill meant by that is that every interaction we have is unique. We can't expect them to be the same. There's no cookie cutter model for how we show up. And, and that's in different situations with different teams, with different seasons, right? I mean, we're, we're just starting, just started with Notre Dame football in the summer, and, and we have to understand that all landings are unique. All seasons are unique. All teams are unique. We can't do the exact same thing that we've done the last two years with Notre Dame football. Yes, it's been successful. And, and we've got a process and we've got models and we're sticking to those. But there's nuanced elements that we have to be able and willing to adapt to, to adjust to, and to integrate if we expect to be able to show up and execute as a leader with a group of people in different moments of their lives and their season and their journeys. And so what Bill talked a lot about was understanding that all landings are unique. However, there are models and processes that allow us to organize and replicate success. There's a beautiful tension that exists there in that concept, right? Of again, how do we create consistency and replicate that while allowing for nuance, uniqueness, identity to develop and to flourish over time? In episode 15, I took the reins again because we had a dilemma, a little slight moment with a guest who canceled last minute. And so we talked about, hey, a mindset for execution is I got to take action when things go wrong. Some people have a mindset in that when things go wrong, that I'm going to sit back and wait. Let's see what happens. That's their mindset. Let's see what happens when things go wrong. How does it, let's see how this plays out. That's a mindset that some people have. Champions have a mindset that says, I'm going to take action when things go wrong. I'm not going to leave this to chance. Are you starting to see how these different mindsets for execution that we've heard from elite performers over the course of the entire season are woven together, are related, are sort of similar, but a little bit, a little bit nuanced? Well, it's because champions have a consistent way of thinking, right? And at the end of the day, all truth leads back to what? Truth. And when you find people where your, where your theories or your philosophies or your approaches are similar, that should be a, a good little nudge to you that you're in the right direction, that you're thinking the right way, that you're doing the right things. And so again, that take action when things go wrong, all forward progress and grounded progress requires two things, a sense of identity of how you are wired and a plan of action. So if you want to take action when things go wrong, you got to one, know who you are because it takes courage to step in and, and to take action and to be confident in that action. And you got to have a plan. You can't just run in there willy nilly. You got to plan for how you're going to execute, how you're going to navigate the situation. And then finally, in our last episode, episode 16, we heard from Aaron Taylor, CBS sports analyst and Super Bowl champion. And his mindset for execution is keep showing up. That's a mindset. I'm going to keep showing up. Sometimes I don't see the outcome. Sometimes I don't see the result. 
Sometimes I get beat in the moment. I'm going to keep showing up. I listened to a great video uh, last week our CEO, Jason Lippert, sent out to our entire organization, and it was a video from Erwin McManus, and he was talking about the last arrow, right? And he referenced how some people mistake failure for quitting. You didn't actually fail. You just quit too early. Keep showing up. And that's what we're going to end this mindset for execution on. We got to keep showing up. You can't quit. It's not failure. You're just quitting too early. If you really want something, if you really believe something, if you really believe in a marriage, if you really believe in your business, if you really believe in in your opportunity to pursue an athletic career, an art career, a music career, then keep showing up. That doesn't mean you walk out in blind faith. No, you got to work. You got to prepare. You got to be deliberate. You've got to, you've got to support yourself. You can't just also rely on everybody else to take care of you financially. Like you got to have a plan for that in, during your process and be real with yourself. If you've got the skill, you've got the talent, then you got to keep showing up. Persistence always win. Persistence always wins. Maybe you didn't fail. Maybe you just quit too early. So I want to encourage you and challenge you to dig up those dreams, dig up those goals you have. Like Mike Wilcox talked about, you got to keep the mission in front of you because if not, they're trying to rob, steal, kill, and destroy that vision. Like they don't want you on this journey of greatness. And so you've got to keep it alive for yourself because it's nobody else's job to keep the vision alive for your life than yours. Yes, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to help you do that. But at the end of the day, that's your job. That's a mindset for execution. It's my responsibility to keep my dreams alive. It's my responsibility to keep showing up, to keep leaning into a career in mental performance in football. It's my responsibility to keep my vision alive, to to do mental performance and people development in the business space, right? From the locker room to the boardroom, helping people understand the power of mindset and leadership to unleash performance excellence. That's my vision. That's my mission. That's my goal. It's not my husband's responsibility to keep that alive. It's not my family's responsibility. It's not my friends, my coworkers. It's mine. Now, again, I am blessed because I've got amazing people around me that are keeping fuel in the flame, right? Flaming that into existence for me. And I've got rid of people in my life who are trying to squash that. But what's yours? How are you going to continue to show up? How are you going to to bring into existence what is in your heart and in your life to bring into this world? The world's already got one of Dr. Amber Selkin. It doesn't need another one, trust me. It needs you. And you got to think about in your own world, what are you going to bring to this world? It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're old. It doesn't matter if you're great at what you're doing right now or you feel like you're getting your teeth beat in. That means you got to keep pursuing, keep showing up, keep stepping into the arena. I know we talked about it this season, but that quote from Theodore Roosevelt, it's not the critic who counts. It's the man who's in the arena, whose face is marred by blood and sweat and tears, who knows the heights of victories and the pain of defeat. That's who matters. And if you're not in the arena and stop talking, Get out of your seat, figure out what you're willing to fight for, and get yourself in the arena. The last part of that is so that your soul does not belong to those poor and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. There's a whole 
lot of people in this world right now that are living in this layer of mediocrity that are so okay with everything being okay that they don't even know what they're missing. They've never had the, the high of victory. They've never had the pain of defeat. And those poor and timid souls. I love that line in Roosevelt's quote. I don't want to be that person. I want to taste victory. I want to feel pain. Because it's in those moments where it's, where it's where we really find what it's like to be alive as a human being. We are so fortunate to be humans, right? Because we have a soul. That's what makes us different than any other species out there. But so many of us are living without a soul. Because we're not experiencing the best lives of ourselves. We've numbed it with drugs. We've numbed it with alcohol. We've numbed it with relationships. We've numbed it with anxiety and depression medication because we just can't get through the day. And all we're doing is placating our ability to tap into another layer of who we are. And I just want to encourage you, if you're struggling with that stuff, go find help. Get a coach, get a therapist, get somebody that can help you understand how you're wired. Get off all the stuff so you can really understand who you are and how you can show up as the best version of yourself and build within you a mindset for execution because the world needs you. Thank you so much for being with us on this journey. It's been an incredible season five, Mindset for Execution. We have had the extreme honor and privilege of hearing from some amazing hearts and amazing minds across this country in so many different domains of excellence and expertise. And again, what I loved about all of them, they're not perfect. They don't claim to be. They just claim to keep showing up, to keep leaning in, to keep working hard, to keep promising a lot and delivering more because they build it in them. They trust what they've done and they're keeping working. They're continuing to learn, continuing to grow, continuing to get better. The world is getting the best of those people right now. Is it getting the best of you? I hope so. I hope so. But if there's anything we can do to, to join you on that journey, to help you explore that as well, please feel free to reach out. My email is amber at sulkingperformance.com, and I'd love to connect you with some of our performance coaches or refer you out to some of my friends and colleagues around the country um, that all have different areas of expertise. So regardless of where you're at and what you need, please reach out, um, and I can, I can help connect you to the right people so that you can get on your own journey of excellence. And again, whether you're struggling right now or whether you're killing it and you just want to celebrate with somebody. I'm, I love celebrating as well. So please let me know how you've applied this stuff, how you learned it, how it's impacted your life and your mind and your heart and the people that you're loving and leading and influencing every day uh, because we love to hear your stories. You can also post those on all of our social media sites. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, on Facebook at Selking Performance Group, and I'm on LinkedIn at Amber Selking. Um, and you can, you can share all that stuff there as well. We'd really appreciate it if you'd share the podcast with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues. And then if you'd be willing to, to jump onto iTunes and rate and review us, that would mean a lot as well. Um, we are looking for sponsors for season six. So we're going to take some time off over the summertime. Um, I've got some travel coming up. I have the opportunity to go to Italy um, for my birthday to celebrate on June 23rd. I will be in Italy celebrating with my husband. Um, but that week prior, um, I'll actually be over with Lippert Components with our Italian 
and team doing leadership development training sessions and listening sessions with our groups over there in Florence. So we've got that. We've got a lot of football this summer. And so again, we're just going to take a break from the podcast for the for the next couple months. And then we'll be back in the fall for season six. But like I mentioned, we are looking for sponsors. And if you feel like your business or your organization might benefit by being a sponsor and sharing your message and, and what you have to offer the world via this podcast, we have over 75,000 listeners all over the globe. Um, it's fascinating to see the heat map basically of, of where our listeners are and, and, and what they're integrating and the roles in the world that they live in. But again, a lot of a lot of coaches, a lot of business people, a lot of athletes, a lot of individuals who are really driving after high performance. So if that type of clientele would be helpful for you to get your brand and your business in front of, and you'd like to, again, um, get some publicity on the podcast, we'd love to have you um, with a financial, through a p- financial partnership um, to just help continue to bring free content to people, again, around the world and around the globe who are looking to build their own championship mindset. Thank you again for being with us. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.